0: Well, good evening, everyone. (laughs) Uh, Welcome to our uh, panel discussion of tonight's lesson uh, on spiritual growth, Uh, a very important lesson in our Bible concept series. So lots of things (laughs) to talk about this evening. Brother Robert, lead us in a word of prayer. Yeah, let's pray.
1: Well, Heavenly Father, thank you so much for, first of all, for the salvation that we have in Christ that... Gives us that new life, and thank you for this great process that you that you do in us, performing us, and causing us to grow in, into the likeness of Christ. And uh, please help us that right now to clarify any issues that might need clarifying. To just put your words in our mouth, uh, determine our topics here for us, and we just yield ourselves to you, Lord, asking your blessing in Jesus' name.
0: Amen. 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 Well. Uh, I think I'm going to set the record this evening for the shortest introduction thought that I've ever given. Wow. (laughs) Uh, And my introductory thought tonight is our our previous lessons talked about uh, salvation. Uh, And the verse that I want to read is uh, from John chapter 3. And verse 5 Jesus speaking to Nicodemus said Verily verily I say unto thee Except a man be Oh excuse me Verse 3 is where I wanted to go Jesus answered And said unto him Verily verily I say unto thee Except a man be born again He cannot see The kingdom of God So from that we get The idea of being born again. Yeah, amen. So when someone is born, they are a new creature. <laughs> <laughs> and what is the expectation after birth? That's it. That's it. That's my introduction. So <laughs> we will we will flesh that out a little bit. What is the expectation after there's a new birth? Thrive. I'm sorry? <laughs>
2: You want to thrive. You want to grow. Yes. It's
1: it's 1 Peter 2, 2. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, As newborn babes, (laughs) desire Desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby.
0: Absolutely.
1: That's that's the verse I was thinking of the whole time through here that really explains the whole
0: process, really. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. And you use the term process. Uh, Brother Ron, are you prepared to put that slide up if you wouldn't mind? because I really appreciated this slide. All right, Uh, that's a good one. (laughs) It's a very good slide, so we can go forward from there.
2: (laughs) Well, I think that one of the things that John pointed out this evening is that with a baby, whether you're talking about a baby or a tomato plant, that (laughs) if you give it the nutrition and give it the exercise and give it the environment, it'll grow. Mm -hmm. It'll just grow automatically. Mm -hmm. I think that's... I think that that's really a good point for believers in Christ to keep in mind, is that I don't have to worry about doing the growth myself. Yeah. If I will get the inputs that God wants me to get, I will grow. It kind of reminds me of the, the song that we sing in children's chapel, read your Bible and pray every day and you will grow, grow, grow. <laughs> don't read your Bible and forget to pray and you will shrink, shrink, shrink. <laughs> But the Lord, is, the Lord grants the, the growth yeah. if we will um, put, in, put the right inputs.
0: In yeah, that. yeah. Uh, a newborn has nothing to do with their beginning their life. I mean, it's the parents. It's the one who, who gave life to them that has everything to do with them moving forward. The Lord has placed newborns, he didn't, the, the only human being that, that ex, human beings that existed that were fully mature at the beginning of their existence were Adam and Eve. <laughs>
1: That's right.
0: Every other human being has begun as a newborn babe. And so that puts a lot of responsibility on those that handle this Mm. newborn right
1: <laughs> those processes are interesting <clears throat> you know I, I experienced the new birth when, when I was a turkey farmer and this was a this really gave me a lot of insights into it I had the initial flush of Christian uh, excitement and novelty in my life newness of life mm-hmm. while I was there on the turkey farm and I had 12,000 birds at a time. You know, I had a lot of birds. And I had some cows. And I had a garden too, like John grew in a garden, you know. And I got to see all of these uh, growth processes in action. And it was so great to see it from a Christian, brand new eyes of a Christian. And I realized one thing and with those turkeys. I couldn't make them grow. Uh, my living depended on their growing and become mature and, and selling them, you know. Mm-hmm. But... Um, I couldn't make them grow I could provide the feed I could provide the water I could manage their the the atmosphere they the environment there the turkey houses you know keep them the right temperature and the air fresh and so forth Mm -hmm. but uh, but I could not make them grow and I couldn't keep some of them from dying from Mm -hmm. diseases and things like I I could treat to some extent but I realized that very profoundly that uh, what we're dealing with here is life that comes from God. Amen. And for us as Christians to realize we've just received eternal life from God, boy, I've got to I've got to take care of this. Mm-hmm. I have to cultivate it. I have to engage in these processes so that uh, I really make the best possible use or the best possible um, application of this. This life from God, such a precious thing mm-hmm. that Christ uh, died to provide for us, yeah. and um, that God has created the whole universe so that we could be alive in his presence and uh, and so to the, there, that makes it where when you realize that uh, I will grow if I'll get in line with god mm. Mm. that that's really it right mm-hmm. there mm. And if I get out of line with God, I'll, I'll be stagnated. And that would be a shame, a, a disaster for me personally, a shame to God. And uh, But if I just get in line with His process, I don't have to strain myself. You know, the turkeys, they never strained one bit to grow. <laughs> but if everything was right, they grew. Yeah. 14 weeks, yeah. they were ready to go, hens, weighed yeah. yeah. 14 pounds. Yeah. And. Uh, if everything went right, you know, if everything was taken care of. Yeah.
0: You know, I think your example not only affects turkeys, it affects every form of life. Oh yeah, for sure. Every form of life oh, yeah. on this earth. Exactly. Its growth depends on God.
1: That's right. God is the life That's force right. of the universe. There's so, no other. <laughs> so there will be no
0: growth of anything. Plants, animals, people? <laughs> Except God, give increase.
2: And the scripture, in addition to telling us about growth, Christian growth from the standpoint of the, the uh, I was going to say biological, but the spir- spiritual, <laughs> uh, uh standpoint, but the Lord also uh, in the scripture tells us the importance uh, mm-hmm. of growing, mm-hmm. uh, why it matters whether yeah. we grow. Yeah. And and uh, he points out to us, as Brother John pointed out tonight, that as believers in Christ, we have a responsibility here. And that responsibility can only be fulfilled if we actually grow yeah. to become Christ-like because we have the responsibility to be ambassadors. And in, in our summer program that goes to Washington, D.C., the Leadership Training Institute of America, one of the things that we do is actually go to the embassies of different countries Mm -hmm. and we actually meet the ambassadors Mm -hmm. (laughs) and uh, we've we've had the privilege to meet some of the uh, embassy staff from the nation of israel Mm -hmm. macedonia panama mexico uh, uh, other places uh, south sudan Mm -hmm. and one of the one of the outstanding things about ambassadors from other countries is they do their best to make you want to come to their country yeah they they make their country sound really good and they treat they treat a visitor to the embassy there with such honor and respect mm-hmm. it's just incredible we we've had them lay out lay out whole tables full of food and drink and everything for mm-hmm. us to wow. sit and be refreshed and and enjoy uh, some some uh, some food there while they would stand and talk to us about their country and talk about what a great place it was. And you're sitting there <laughs> eating and drinking and thinking, "Man, I can't wait to go to Macedonia." Yeah, <laughs> yeah really, really. absolutely. But uh, if we, if Christians could think about, think about ourselves as an ambassador of Christ, and we always want to put the, put put our best foot forward for to show people what a wonderful thing it is to know the Lord Jesus Christ personally. Yeah. And yeah. what a wonderful kingdom it is that we are a part of, yeah. so that whenever people interact with us, they have a very positive impact yeah. uh, for for Christ's sake. Yeah.
0: yeah, there there is a responsibility of someone who has been born again. You you use the word responsibility to uh, be that ambassador, to be a witness for Christ. Now. You know, I I see a little baby back there on the back row being passed across. Uh, A a newborn baby, they don't know much. (laughs) They don't have a lot uh, to work with as far as being that ambassador. Not right away. Even when you were an older man on the turkey farm, born again, there was much you didn't know. I was 25 years old when I was saved, and I had been raised in the church. I've heard testimonies of brethren that uh, were, were not raised in the church but were saved, and now they don't have the history, they don't have the background, they don't understand a lot of things. So here's, here's where I'm going with this. That responsibility nonetheless began right away. To be a witness. And sometimes the best and only witness to other men that people have is their testimony.
1: That's right. Yeah, that's really important.
0: It's what happened to them. Yeah,
1: that's one of the, of course, the great difference between turkeys and people is that that we have a lot of control over the process yeah yeah. that our our active participation in it furthers the process yeah and our negligence in that area uh, causes the process to become stagnated and unproductive and that's what's to be avoided i think the single greatest factor for keeping a person in in the discipline of wanting to grow producing that desire that will produce the right actions is a love and gratitude to God for what he's done Yes. and uh, that's that's an essential part really of yeah. staying in line if you will yeah. and uh, of just considering the Lord and being in if when you're in his word you you can't help but admire him for his goodness and yeah. you can't help but reflect on what he's done to make it all possible for you and so you love and gratitude come natural really yeah, yeah. Uh, naturally and so it's a I think that Christian growth is not a complicated or difficult thing. Uh, if a person will just get in line with the Lord, of course yeah. there's a lot of, a lot of holes to fall in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well,
0: when when you use the term "get in line," the 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 term I think of is obedience.
1: Well, yes. Be right.
0: obedient to what you know. God God will give you enough.
1: <laughs> and you know that's a child's real really only responsibility that's right when they're little that's right that, right. that is the, the first thing that's right children you can, obey your parents in the lord for this when day. you consider
2: the exercise element of growth um, ec- exercise often has to begin with a commitment mm-hmm. a commitment right. to change yeah. from what i used to be to what the lord wants me to be yeah. and as a saved person we are we do have that uh, emotional boost <laughs> yeah. to, uh, of the joy of having our sins forgiven and ha- having peace with God and all of the, the wonderful uh, parts that go along with, with um, being saved. Yeah. But at some point, a person needs to make a commitment that I am going to I'm going to be the person God wants me to be right. I'm going to surrender to him and let truly let him have control of my life yeah. now yeah, in everything true. that I do. Which, which is um, what Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2 is all about. I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of God, mm-hmm. that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable mm-hmm. as God, and be not conformed to this world, mm-hmm. but be uh, transformed by the renewing of your mind. Mm-hmm. But that transformation begins with presenting our body a living sacrifice, having that initial well, experience of saying, no. okay, Lord, I am yours. Yeah. <laughs> I am yours. I've given you my life to make of it what you will. Yeah. And, and that's, a, that's a, you know, repentance at the moment of salvation includes turning away from sin and turning to God. Yeah. But the, the experience of every Christian that I've had the opportunity to visit with, including myself, is at some point after, after that initial flush of the joy of the Lord of being saved, you, you kind of have to settle in to say, "Okay, this is it. I'm going to walk with the Lord and serve, right. serve Him." That's exactly yeah. right. Yeah.
0: The um, the initial responsibility for that little baby back there again is for its parents to the the baby's parents, her parents, to put her in an environment where she can grow keep her somewhere where she can go we have a a ceremony that we do in our church uh it's it's not an ordinance but it's a wave offering where the new parents bring their child forward and they wave the child before the lord as a symbol of committing that child's life to god and the parents committing themselves to make sure, to nurture that, right. to make sure that's happening. And, and, and the reason I want to I focus on that a little bit is because um, I remember uh, I was saved on a Monday <laughs> and I attended church on a Wednesday. Hmm. And on that Wednesday yeah. evening at the end of services, I had a drawing that the Lord was adding right. me to this church. I, as, as Paul said, I, I immediately did not consult with others <laughs> right. <laughs> right. regarding what uh, I should do. I obeyed. I stood up and walked yes. forward. And that first act of obedience is so freeing. Mm. Exactly. And it puts you on a path to growth. But if you continue to resist Mm -hmm. that obedience, then it's going to stymie. It's going to stifle your growth, right? I think it's really important to create habits
1: of a daily nature that will further your growth. Mm -hmm. And of course, Bible reading and prayer are the ones that come to mind the most. But Mm also the the habit of obeying as well. Mm -hmm. And you know, the we don't uh, where most people fail in trying to improve themselves is by setting a goal and once they accomplish it they kick back and say ah, i did it <laughs> got there but uh the key the real key to getting ahead and increasing in capability and uh blessings really in the christian life is to establish processes that just bring you forward one step at a time one day at a time mm-hmm. i like to looking at nature you know you see how god produces growth in different things. An mm-hmm. oak tree starts out as a tiny acorn, mm-hmm. but little by little, I mean, 200 years later, it's this big around mm-hmm. and, yeah. and it's just got that way one day at a time. Yeah. And um, it couldn't have gotten that way quickly, yeah. but because it grew slowly, yeah. passed through a lot of things, it's very strong.
0: Yeah. And, and when that oak tree began, you or I could have walked up to it when it was small and pushed it in a different direction.
1: Right, that's right.
0: We could have pushed it somewhere else and it wouldn't have grown straight and tall. True. Uh, So again, another analogy that's very important to understand. The, The newborn is very vulnerable at the time of their birth. The newborn believer is vulnerable. That's why they need discipleship. They need that influence around their lives that's going to carry them in the right direction as brother Brian talked about this morning the vector <laughs> yeah well the church environment that's the answer yeah
1: and you see Jesus you know obviously instituted the church with that in mind amongst other goals Yeah. and, that, and uh,
2: if the church is doing what Jesus intended for it to do it's not ju- it's not only meeting on Sunday morning presenting music and and a message To make you feel good.
1: Yeah.
2: That doesn't cut it. That's right. What a a church needs to do is to have people in it that will reach out and take a new Christian. And instruct that Christian as to what the Christian life is Mm -hmm. is supposed to be. Mm -hmm. Uh, The things that Brother John's been teaching us. Mm -hmm. The issues of salvation so that a person can have assurance and be... Uh, uh, of their salvation and know the truth about what Christ did and and the gospel, mm. and to understand the responsibilities to grow and the the things to do as Brother Roberts talking about here to to uh, continue to nurture uh, oneself so that one can grow. Yeah. Uh, but people don't get that. Mm-mm. People don't get that by just coming and and uh, getting pumped up on. On uh, on music and, That's right. and and a good feel good good message that they need some personal impact some personal instruction, yeah. and the apostle Paul talked about that whenever uh, he spoke to Timothy in Second Timothy chapter two. He said the things that you have learned and heard of me commit to faithful men, yeah. and not that not that everybody is going to be an evangelist or have a crew of disciples around him, but. Everyone does need to have that opportunity to be instructed in God's word, and and uh, begin their Christian life on a solid foundation of truth. Yeah,
0: yeah, I, I, that is that is critical to spiritual growth. Is is being in an, uh, well. Let's uh, let's end with uh, the process of growth here. Nutrition, the Word of God word of God properly taught properly delivered uh, exercise uh, brother John hit on this I, I thought of uh, James chapter 1 when it said "Count it all joy when you fall into divers temptations knowing this that the trying of your faith right. works patience but let patience right. have a perfect work that ye Christian mm-hmm. may be perfect and entire wanting nothing right okay Exercise, nutrition, environment, forsaking not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as the manner of some is. We gotta be in the right environment. So just like in previous lessons we've talked about the the physical and the spiritual world and how they are comparable. Well, these are the comparable things in the spiritual world. The word of God. The trying of our faith, because without faith, it's impossible to please God. I think that's true even after we're saved. Wow. <laughs> uh, sure. And then the right environment. So, any any final thoughts from either of you guys? <laughs> mm, well,
1: I wrote down a little phrase that um, <clears throat> about um, concerning the experiences that we go through, which you mentioned, are so important. The mm-hmm. Rough seas make good captains.
0: Ah, yeah
1: and uh, that's just a fact so. no doubt
0: No doubt.
2: very good and I'd just <laughs> like to end on the Romans chapter 13 verse 14 okay. it says make not provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof mm, put ye good. on the Lord Jesus Christ so yeah. in our life Christ, we need to put Christ on as our yeah, exactly. model our behavior the, the, the one that we want to be like but in order to bring that about we've got to cut out the Cut out the things that please the flesh. That's right. And set our hearts on Him.
0: He must increase, we must decrease. (laughs) So, Brother Kenny, lead us in a word of prayer, and we'll be done.
2: Dear Father, thank you that we could come tonight and consider the issues of the Christian life. Uh, That the Christian life is is not just a, a set of disciplines or ceremonies, but the Christian life is actually a life in which we begin... at when we trust Christ and are born again, and then you, through your provision of your word and the the church and and your Holy Spirit, you you nurture us to bring us along and and you give the increase of growth in in our hearts and minds. So Father, we pray that this evening through the things that that were presented by Brother John, the things we've talked about here, that you would encourage Mm. every person that's been within our hearing tonight, Yes. To uh, just yield themselves over to you, mm-hmm. to right. make it a, make it a point to take in your word, to make it a point to be faithful in in church, to make it to be faithful to yield to the leadership of your spirit, to be obedient, so that we can grow and be an effective ambassador for Christ. So we ask your blessing now, and we pray in Jesus.